live from the 715 with Big Daddy. You fucking Viking. And Hollow. They peed on your fucking rug. Oh, people, people, people. Welcome back to Live from the 715. I am your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. And we are here down in the basement. I tried that smelling sauce again, and uh, it's not as potent, but she's still got that ringing in your brain as soon as you take it. America! <laughs> fuck yeah! yeah! It's 4th of July coming up, baby. So get out your fireworks, get 911 on speed dial. You're about to lose a finger. <laughs> I always thought to myself, what if you had to make a commercial or an ad or a, a PSA for fireworks? <laughs> a guy with a hook hand. <laughs> Yep. Could you imagine if there was a guy that, you know, yeah, like he's his arm has been decapitated, but instead of that, it's actually uh, one of those lighters, and he just walks around and lights the fireworks for all the children. <laughs> like a, a blowtorch. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to, like, crank his elbow, like, to get the gas going, and he lights it with hey, his other Hey, everybody, it's one hand firework Freddy. <laughs> well, there's going to be more smoke in the air because of fireworks, yep. but this fucking week, wow. Canada's wildfires... I had to drive to Fond du Lac one day this week for to deliver parts for one of our techs and look like a goddamn fish concert outside. <laughs> By the way, that would be with a PH. Yes, PH, like fat, except in the 90s. Yes. PHAT. They redid uh, <laughs> nothing but, no, uh, yeah, they did uh, the Snoop Dogg uh, rolling down. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I know which one you're talking about, and everybody's yelling at us right now because yeah. they're like, uh, laid back, put my mind and my money and my, my money on my, my mind. mind. I yeah, don't even whatever. care. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Fourth of July is coming up, and you just got some work done for our yep. town celebration. Also, I like to give a big shout out to the Navarino Fire Department. Hell they are yeah. the ones that donated their stage uh, to us for the band. We have uh, the name of the band, the main stage, the maiden stage band is Spark Spark Bang. Clever Spark, name. Spark Bang. And then we got a polka band before that, and I. Forgot what the name. They're, they're called the young, the young. Some they're a bunch of kids, but I guess young really accordions. Yeah. No, no, it's not. That. Yeah, could you? <laughs> All students are weird. Really Yankovic. Yeah, we were we were finishing putting up the stage and. I go all this for Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drive to Navarino this morning and save yeah. a save one of our friends because they left their truck in Navarino. I had a couple too many last night. Oh. So our friend Jenna, I'm like, I owe her a couple favors. So I'm like, that was I'm not, nice of you. I didn't have anything to do, so I'm like, I'll take a ride. This Blair. weekend, I did not do a damn thing. I did yeah. not go out or nothing. Me neither. Felt nice. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> for you, maybe. I mean, yeah. it felt nice for me. <laughs> but I just feel like every weekend has something going on. Next weekend is the bag tournament. The weekend after. Yeah, I was just going to say, I wrote down that uh, yeah. Beantown Entertainment Summer is going to be pretty busy. <laughs> Buzzing for Beantown? Yep. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Everybody's just going to get a nice buzz going on. Next weekend is the Cornhole Tournament for Good Vibes, the 8th Annual Beantown Entertainment uh, Bag Tournament. Yep. So come out there, and the week after that, the uh, 8th Oh, is... That is, yeah, that is the 8th. Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Today's the fucking 2nd. And then the 15th is when we're going to go to our supper yep. club. 15th is Romy's Holiday Inn. And yep. Uh, which is actually going to be live from the 715 day, so we got to get our gift basket together. We'll <coughs> so take two we... of those packs of 1988 Fleer baseball. I like that. And then uh, what? A, I, we're not going to have lighters in time for that. No. Uh, well, I, I got I got one lighter yet. Oh, we, we can just throw, throw that, that in there. there. Yeah. 
and then maybe a can koozie from Peshtigo, since nobody ever went and took their picture in yep. front of, if you're looking for an Easter egg, time's up. <laughs> since nobody claimed it, we'll throw a... Don't we have uh, that t-shirt as well, too, we can put in with it? Well, we got the the office in Peshtigo yeah. can koozie. But then there was... A what, Hillcrest? Or which one did we get? No, Hillcrest was the can koozies as well. Okay, Geno's, we had a Geno's, hat. Geno's, yeah, we're, we're keeping that one, because that okay. one's relic. Yeah. Uh, but still we got a, but we got a shirt. I remember we got a shirt from. It's got to be in this pile somewhere. Yeah. Well, let's see. Which, where did we all go? Geno's. Uh, then Gino's? we went to. Well, you, don't you have? Oh your yeah, list it's on my the, phone. I was like, <laughs> it's not on my phone. No, let's just think of it. Waste a bunch of time on the air. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're having to drive from you know somewhere to Green Bay or Green Bay to Appleton, yeah, you guys are welcome because this is going to be. We're not going to make sure we're not silent while we're talking. And well, he's trying of course to, not. I mean, um, silence is deadly. So first we went to Antlers. We didn't get anything there. No. Nope. Then we went to Geno's. Then we went to Hillcrest. Hidden Valley Supper Club didn't have any merch. Nope. Did we get anything from Classics? No, we did not. Okay. The Branding Iron, you didn't go to. Yeah. Torchlight, nothing. Washington Inn, nothing. Brown's Corner. Dockers. Nothing Hotel there. Seymour, Boarding House, Matthews. No, we didn't get a shirt anywhere. No, I remember I bought it. I got a shirt. Then it had to have been at Hillcrest, too. This really got me irritated. I'm going to look right now in that fast to see if I can find it. You just talk. (laughs) I will just talk. Um, Go find us on our social medias at LiveFrom715 on Facebook, Facebook, and Instagram. Or you can email us at the show at LiveFrom715 at gmail.com. Get involved. Tell us what you think. Give us a browbeaten. We don't give a shit. Um, yeah. Again, yeah. I didn't think we got a shirt. No, I could have sworn it. I no, I, I, I remember a... it was a gray shirt. Huh? Maybe you kept it. <sighs> I don't believe so. I thought I brought it here and I just left it here. I thought you got two things from Geno's. I thought you got a shirt and a because they had those like camouflage camouflage shirts. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably down here somewhere. I don't know. Or maybe you gave it to some girl oh. as a parting gift. <laughs> son of a bitch. You know what? I have a shirt that says elbow room, but it's elbow room from like Stevens Point oh, or okay, something. okay. Yes. We can give that away because it don't fit me. I have an extra Beantown Entertainment hoodie. There you go. Holy shit. We'll, we'll, we'll get some stuff. Or maybe we can save that for another, you know, two as well. Yeah, you know, whatever. I don't know. We'll get a, we'll get a cheap bottle of vodka and some Jimmy Loves. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and uh, what? Maybe some quail eggs. There you go. You know what? Now that I thought about that, so there's a girl that works with us. She, I don't know, she's only got a, uh, two weeks left because she finally is quitting to work at her other job. But she's lived in Wassa for a year and mm-hmm. drives every fucking day, Monday Holy through shit. Friday, Wassa to Bondwell to work at KI. Good God. So what I think I'm going to do is that this week I'm going to tell her to stop through Wittenberg and then pick me up some quail eggs. There you go. I'll do that. Ah. Oh. That one was from. I had to. I think this one's from Jason. Yes. And I dug in the fridge. This one is MC Hammerschlagen, <laughs> an Oktoberfest style lager. And they've got a Hammerschlagen, uh, one of those big stumps where you yep. hit the nail with the hammer on the can. But the two guys playing are eagles and one guy has a cowboy hat on oh yeah i was <laughs> gonna say i know that big time down in uh munich uh mc hammerschlagen plays a lot uh for the uh the oktoberfest festivals so this is maybe a band that 
that Eagle Park I don't know. I was just company. taking a guess. I should have just went with it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I now present MC Hammerschlagen. <laughs> das Ustenpfeifen. Instead of the baggy pants, he's got uh, later hosen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Could you imagine if there was a band that is uh, Man, that shows props to beard. Hitler and they dress like Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> they call themselves Scheitzenfest. <laughs> no. Und how Fraulein. <laughs> SS Eagle. <laughs> Never mind. Turns out they're the number one German <laughs> yeah. band in uh, pop charts. I saw a reel or something the other day where it's like, did you know that Germans can never hail a cab? And it shows a guy go to the curb and raising right. his hand up, and he's like, no, goddammit, 999. How Fryer. Uh, speaking of uh, in a little bit of a German, did you uh, did you see the second trailer now for Open Oppenheimer? No, I saw yeah, the, first the new one, one just came out last week. Uh, so they were also saying there were people that uh, there's a third trailer that you can only see at movie theaters, like you know before you watch a movie. Whew. And there, um, I forgot what this big one is called. It's like the IMAX, but it's uh, it says that it's uh, scaled in like a certain. Oh, uh, like uh, video four to three. Uh, yeah, something like, like that. Like Quentin Tarantino did yeah. with uh, um, the Western he did. Yes. Uh, eight. What the fuck was the name of that movie? Uh, uh, Hateful Eight. Yes, that was in it. There you go. Yeah. So uh, people were all saying that uh, that trailer that they saw at the movie theaters gave them chills so much. And people were all talking about how they're so afraid to watch the movie because everything and they're afraid that it's going to you know happen again. Oh, fuck off. I'm like, really? Come on. Like, people are just, like, all getting all scared over this. I yeah, mean, don't don't watch Contagion, then, or right. uh, what was the one with, like, Dustin Hoffman or Outbreak. Outbreak. Don't watch that with the fucking monkey that makes a worldwide pandemic. If you think, what is one movie that is so true right now, yet to this point, uh, that, oh, the like lives that a, we're living? Like a art well, I mean, anything in... No, no, no. What's the term they always... Or the phrase they always use, life in, imitating art? Or art imitating life? So something that was a movie back in the day that's pretty much real life now. Art imitating life. What? Man, I've seen a lot. I just watched... I got high as fucking watched Interstellar last night. Okay. And... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, fucked with my brain a bit. I watched Sonic 2 last night. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I a- know, but it's just like I got super high. I got real uh, in-depth and tried to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that time I wanted to be a quantum astrophysicist Yeah, and quit right. my job? I almost did. Well, not all. I, I actually like made a call down to UW-Madison to see if I could, what it would cost to, you know, enter at my age and, you know, I never heard back from him, so I'm like, yeah, maybe that's a sign. <laughs> is that what that saying is? Here's your sign. Yeah, yeah. They never got back, and they're like, we don't want you. You already got a job and a career. You're not gonna finish your, you're not gonna finish your pipe dream here, son. We don't want you to take our derp. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. A movie that's true today. Like, well, do you have one in mind? Yeah. I mean, While it, I it was it was going on. It was going on too when the movie came out, but it just seems like it's. Now that with all these like reports, enemy of the state. Oh yeah, with Will Smith and Gene Hackman. Yep. And Jack Black. Yes, he was, was. in there. Yeah. Um, all those things are commonplace nowadays. Everybody knows that the. Well, because of that movie, people realized that there was another agency called the NSA, the National Security Agency. Before that, everybody's like, "Oh, it's CIA and FBI." 
Um, but yeah, all the, and to, if you were to watch it today, you'd kind of laugh because technology is caught up so, so much. That's why like, uh, some movies like sci-fi movies don't hold up because it's the, te- the technology they thought of was going to be in the future, like in the eighties, it was so much different. And like, I'll give an example, Blade Runner, Blade Runner is still a great movie, Yeah, but it's like, they thought of all these, what it'd be like in the future. But then there's still, like, people reading newspapers. <laughs> and you're like, why would anybody have a paper newspaper when they have, like, a hologram screen in front of them or a, uh, you know. So that little shit like that doesn't make sense. And they just didn't think of it at the time. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll always have newspapers. How are you going to get your news? You know, they didn't take into account the internet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, it doesn't take me out of the movie too much because Blade Runner is such a great movie, but... When he's like, oh, you know, here's some money for a newspaper. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is supposed to be in 2082 or some shit? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Um, Let's see. You might have to come back to me on that. Okay, Why? well, okay, let me ask you this question. A movie that has come out where, let's say, a props or something that happened in the movie or the, the basis of the movie, something that happened in it that has not yet made it its way to the to the present day what's one thing you wish that in a movie that you've watched you wish that something that has already the arrival the arrival aliens coming down and us trying to figure it out and that one was with uh what the fuck's her name these big like black oval shaped they turn out to be spacecraft like uh are in all different parts of the world and we send some linguist she okay. was amy adams yes correct yes okay that was the actress in there and she's a, a linguist she knows a bunch of languages and like deciphers them and was trying to communicate with these aliens so yeah that's something i want to happen yeah um hmm I can't fucking think. I was going to say, like, Outbreak when the pandemic hit. That was pretty... All the, Except it wasn't as deadly as the <laughs> fucking plague that yeah. some monkey let go. Um, I hope Idiocracy doesn't come true. <laughs> but so much in that yeah. fucking movie has come true. So maybe that's my answer. All the crazy off-the-wall shit, like in the year 2000 that uh, Mike Judge came up with when he made that movie... We're like, ah, that would never happen. Nobody be that dumb. And then you rewatch it again and be like, oh yeah, we do do that. It's, it's like fuck. So yeah, maybe idiocracy. <laughs> All we need now is uh, Hulk Hogan to become president. Or <laughs> Jesse, well, the Jesse Ventura yeah. almost got in there. Yeah. Let me tell you something, but I'm the president of the United States. We will have Gatorade in every bubbler. Oh my gosh. The electrolytes. <laughs> Plants crave it. <laughs> Keeps the planet moving. I always thought one one thing that I wish that was in a movie that obviously has not made its way here. Maybe eventually in the future when we're dead. <laughs> hoverboard. Oh yeah. Back to the future, the hoverboard. Yeah. The one that we had was still had wheels, so it didn't really hover. So what the fuck you uh well they did who was a BMW? Yeah. 
did actually make a hoverboard. It just costs $100,000, and nobody would be able to afford it. Just like how it's going to be for the uh, – did you see what the price will be for the new Apple VR? No, but I don't care. $3,400. Holy fist fucking Sally. But no so, thanks. I don't know. They were they were just showing – like, and, and you want to know the effed up thing is they'll put it at that price. People will still buy it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – well, rich kids will have it, and then everybody else will want it, but eventually the price will come down just like everything else. Like it, yeah. But and, and when other people start making good VR too, it's going to make the market more competitive, and then you'll have your Lenovo VR, <laughs> or what's the knockoff brand of like uh, HP? There was Lenovo, and there was something else. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, fuck, doesn't matter. Yeah. But there will be plenty of knockoff brands that just yeah. aren't as good, but still get you a good idea of what to do or <laughs> how to experience it. For some reason, I just bought this Lenovo, and it still has AOL online. <laughs> yeah, get it. It's not <laughs> dialing up. <laughs> it's, it's got this CD in it, and I don't even have a CD player on it. I don't get it. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 1. Uh, in the background, we've got the America's greatest athlete, Joey Chestnut, Chestnut. going he, for Nathan's He's killing hot, him right now. Nathan's hot dog eating contest, the most American Usually thing I thought ever. They always did this on, I always thought they always did this on, on 4th of July. Yeah, but it's on a Tuesday, so they're probably trying to get some ratings. 4th of July on a Tuesday. He's up 29. The next closest person has 19. All right, so. He's got six minutes left. We have a little time, you know, whatever. I, I want Big Daddy to see this, too, as well. So this... Uh, I, I just saw this on um, a reel. It was like a stuff you wouldn't believe that was actually, you know, true, like newscast. So like a news story that you thought was fake or should be on the it Babylon Bee? <laughs> but this one was, okay, and you guys can also go online and find it. It's from Fox 17 out of uh, uh, Macosto County or Macosto County. It's in Michigan, Western oh, Michigan. Oh, okay. I have um, no idea what it's about. So you remember how you always were throwing big, huge bashes, right? I did throw some pretty huge bashes yep. back then. And then also, you know, like Robert did two at the bus back yeah. in the day. There were uh, two or three of us that had party locations that everybody kept their fucking mouth shut. And right. it was before social media or hardly any of us had cell phones. So it was all word of mouth if you were going to come to the party or not. Correct. Well, anyway, this one is about a guy who decided to throw a rave, okay, at his house. It was like a going away party. <laughs> a mish- or, Let's see what goes on at a Michigan rave. <laughs> you wait till you hear this freaking news story, and I'm having Big Daddy watch the uh, the All newscast right. too as it happens. All right, I'm gonna put the laptop towards me so I can view this fucking weird video. Yeah. Yep, I got her here. Rave organizer speaks out. I'm glad they went. People could have been laying out my yard dead this morning. I'm glad the police were here and the ambulances. 20-year-old James Taylor says it was a party for the record books. Capturing these images while standing on the roof of his home (laughs) with a crowd of roughly 2,000 people cheering him on. With two DJs, a fire thrower, go-go dancers, and strippers, he says he successfully threw the largest party ever to hit West Michigan. I didn't force anything down anybody's throat. (laughs) I didn't make anybody stay here until 7 a.m. or 11 or whenever it is everybody finally left. I didn't make this kid pass out on my floor. People wanted to be here. That was their decision. And it wasn't just outside. How many people do you think were in your house at one time? Probably at least 500, but that's... In this little house? Oh, yeah. Taylor says his house got so crowded, people couldn't move from one room to the other, and the floorboards were shaking because of all the extra weight. People, like, literally, if you wanted to come in from, let's say, the garage, 
and you were walking in. It would have taken you 20 minutes to get to here. <laughs> Taylor says it was a gathering to celebrate a high school friend's birthday and also a goodbye party for him before he moves to California next week. Yeah, so Taylor says house. his address was given out at about 4 p.m. on Saturday. Just enough time to give a heads up for people who wanted to attend, but not enough time for word to get out to police. <laughs> and I guess somebody drove all day during the party day to, from Tampa all the way to here just to come to this party. The Macosta County Sheriff's Office says at least 2,000 people, many of them under 21 years old, attended the party, resulting in at least six drug overdoses and the sexual assault of a 19-year-old Mount Pleasant woman. What do you say to anyone who says you're responsible? I am. It's my house. You got to deal with it afterwards, but... Apparently, it was worth it. Accepting part of the responsibility, Taylor says he was unaware anyone at the party was underage and right. says their parents should be held accountable. Any like, time you that you're pointing at something, you got three fingers pointing back at you, and if you're a parent that's got a 14-year-old child that's been able to be at my house all night, and according to the police, there was a lot of them here. So <laughs> I think some parents should do some reflections on their parenting before they start getting mad at me. Now more popular than ever, Taylor says he's not ruling out another party. <laughs> Any uh, more parties here planning? There's always a coming home party. I feel like anybody that's got a real problem with me partying out here in the middle of nowhere is a spaz. <laughs> oh, that guy's a legend. He is. And his name is James Taylor on yeah. top of it. <laughs> yeah. It's James Taylor the singer? No, the, part, the rave fun. organizer. Yeah. Holy shit. That dude's got balls. Right? <laughs> that, yeah, I never threw. I had 200, 250 at my parents' place. Yeah. But... Yeah, a good way to get rid of the resale value on that house. It's probably all fucking stressed out. Yeah. The floorboards are probably all warped and cracked right now. Western Michigan. We had a back when we when I was living in Pulaski, we threw uh for one of our roommates, uh Brian, he uh he uh had his birthday and so we decided that we had a DJ. Uh we had this big huge bash. Uh, some fights broke out, as usually. Um, there, I mean, it was just crazy. It was going to like three or four o'clock in the morning. Cops showed up, just told us to turn it down. Um, Back in the day, that they would didn't probably really... been a legendary party like that. Yeah, they didn't. Cops really didn't bother us all no. that much back in the day. One, they didn't know about it because there was no social media. You would have to call somebody in, and everybody was, you know. Pretty good. For, I don't think there was ever a fight out at my place because if everyone one got started, we I would fucking step in with a baseball bat and be like, "Get the fuck out of here, right. one of you." Yeah. Flip a coin. I don't give a shit. Um. But no, I don't ever remember there being a real fight out at my parents' place when I was throwing parties. But yeah, my twentieth birthday, there was two hundred and fifty people there. I had seven half barrels. And how long the, did you make it till all night? Yeah, because I, I was so worried there were so many people there. I was oh, I was freaking out. But the last half barrel, we just put it open, and it flowed continuously. So if you want to know how long it takes to empty a half barrel on continuous flow, it's 48 minutes. <laughs> wow. Yep, because we just kept pumping, and the, the tap just stayed open. There was just a line of people the whole time waiting to fill up pitchers, fill up cups. And I had a stack of $5 bills like this. Oh, yeah, because you would always charge the $5 yeah, a Yeah, 5 bucks a and cup. And it, it was always awesome, too, when you would do that because a lot of times people would – because the, the shitty solo plastic cups, they would you know rip in the middle, so then they have to pay yeah. for another cup. Yep. 
But uh, yeah, that stack of fives, I probably made three hundred dollars on that wow. party. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know if I ever told you back when um, I think I was twenty at the time. Uh, one of the girls that I went to school with, she was going to UW Stout at the time. Mm-hmm. So we decided that we were going to go and hang out with her for the weekend. Uh, and then she took us to a frat party. So we were at this frat party, and she knew some of the guys that were in the fraternity. And <clears throat> she says, well, go down, whatever. We didn't have to, luckily, we didn't have to, you know, pay for our, because they knew uh, our friend. And they're All like, right. ah, they're up here enjoying, you know, coming to see you. You know, you know, don't charge them for it. Yep. So we go walk downstairs. And at the time, it was right when the party was ready to start. But it was downstairs, and it was these old, shitty-ass stone wall. Oh, old, like a field stone yeah. basement? Yep. And all they did is they had black lights all over, and mm-hmm. they had a DJ. And then each corner was a half barrel. Mm-hmm. Well, what ended up happening is, is obviously everybody starts coming down. You've got underagers up the ass down in this mm-hmm. fraternity. And uh, it got so bad to where everybody, uh, good luck trying to either get to a half barrel at a corner because you wouldn't be able to you know, maneuver your way through it with so many people. Or if you were by the barrel... You had people nonstop, like, you know, running into you. Mm-hmm. And the stone walls ended up getting wet, sweating. Oh, because yeah. Because there were so many sure. people. Yep. And I, eventually, I have a story like that, too. Yeah, and eventually then uh, our friend, she's like, hey, she's like, just, we can go upstairs by the, the frat guys. Because, you know, that's all. Yeah, that's they were all up there. Yeah, else. they were all like, yeah. So we went up there. Then I'm like, why the fuck were we down there for that long? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of cool at the moment. But once it started getting just congested, I'm like, there's a fucking fire in this place. Everybody down here is dead. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody's going to trample on top of everybody. Yep, for sure. I was at a party like that in River Falls with my buddy Ben at the football house. And the football house threw, like, just legendary parties. And this basement was really steep, like, to get down to the basement where they were having the party. And they had one every year called Jamaica Fest in River Falls. And I remember going there. And it was so, it was like 10 degrees out. But down in that basement, it was like 90 degrees. It was so fucking hot because it was just shoulder to shoulder. There was a girl getting fingered on the dance floor. Uh, trying to get to the bathroom was impossible, so we just kept going upstairs. But every time you walked up that stairs, because of the heat, you would stand at the bottom of the stairs and look up, and there was a cloud of mist and fog because it was so hot downstairs and so cold upstairs you couldn't see the door from the bottom stairs there was that much fog and eventually we're like fuck this we just stood out upstairs outside the door because there was so much heat coming yeah. out it was ridiculous all the body heat and yeah it was just wasn't any fun when there's that many people crammed in like a sardine can Went to a couple parties like that. They weren't. After a while, you're like, oh, this is cool. And then after an hour, you're like, fuck this. Let's this go do game. something else. Yep. And I think that's why now at this at, the, at our point in our life, when we go to a bar and it's like dead, nobody there, that's like the perfect time yeah, for Yeah, exactly. I, you, you're telling me I could tell the bartender to crank up the jukebox, yep. play what I want, and anybody that comes in, fuck them because I already played five songs. <laughs> I mean, because that's what the bars were always about. It was people conversating about their, about their day. You know, if they had any stress, they try to drink it away, you know. But, I mean, that's what it was. Get some it was town was, gossip. So, yeah, socializing. Yeah. Right? Well, like to this day, there's some pubs that don't even have TVs in them because that's what they want. They don't want riffraff and fucking football games on or whatever. 
They're like, you want that? Go to a sports bar. Goddamn D-Gens. Well, like in Ireland and England, they won't even have jukeboxes in there. Because a lot of them say jukeboxes killed the the, uh, community sort of feel of those pubs. So it's like one thing to bring in like live music, but to just have a jukebox in there where anybody can play a shitty song, uh, people didn't like it. So a lot of them still don't have jukeboxes over there. Like English, real right. English pubs yep. with like the old pull handle taps. Yep. Um, and now which even, I get it. Because you don't want a bunch of fucking 20 no. year olds taking shots in there. You want fucking old people who just came in for a pint. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, even if you were just talking about how. Because you remember back in the 80s where they had that music video, video killed the radio star? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think the radio star is killing the video stars <laughs> because MTV don't play videos no more. Uh, no, it's all reality TV. Yeah. So there's like really hardly, I mean, if you go to watch a, a music video now, you have to watch it on YouTube because they don't have no music video channels. Well, they're all radio stations. They're like oldies now, like all of them. That's awesome. I know because they don't, no radio stations play new shit because nobody gives a shit. Right. They want to hear 90s country, you know? Or like seventies rock. If that ain't country, kiss my ass. Yeah, David Allen Coe. Before the show, like I didn't have too many notes, but um <laughs> do you ever use your Snapchat AI? I have never. I remember you did. You called it like pickles or something like that. <laughs> yep. So why did you talk to Mr. Pickles today? Uh it, the avatar is a green alien girl with a white afro. And yeah, I was like, Hey Pickles, me and my buddy do a podcast. What should we talk about? And Pickles said, why don't you talk about some of your favorite conspiracy theories? That might be fun. And I was like, hey, thanks, Pickles. Catch you later. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, I guess we could, is there going to be a part of the show from now on where we ask Pickles? Well, when I don't have too many notes, I'm a, the, now, the does part. It talk, does it talk back to you at all? Or, or I mean, does it just no, text it No, it just types. Oh. Like you're typing somebody else in text on Snapchat. Everyone knows it's Pickles. <laughs> ah, that's me. <laughs> So, yeah, this uh, this part segment of the show could be called Ask Pickles, what to talk about. But so I was thinking about it, and I'm like, what is what's a conspiracy theory that used to be conspiracy, but then was proven to be true that you really like, and then what's one that you hope to be true or you're pretty sure is true? So, like a conspiracy that I know happened and they always talked about it but it wasn't released till cia documents got released was the mk ultra project yeah like the cia would uh dope up uh john's going to hookers they'd have the hookers give them lsd it was a bunch of lsd trial experiments and they were just experimenting on the public uh and there's all sorts of crazy stories about how that was and there was always talk about that uh what's his name the unabomber Unabomber. The Unabomber. Uh, Uh, Ted Kaczynski. He was part of like some LSD trials and MK Ultra, and that later out turned to be turned out to be true. But I think it didn't get even really talked about a whole lot till Ted Kaczynski when I was a kid. Uh, But that's when I, I think that's one of the first things that I heard where I was like, "You're telling me the government is doing stuff that we don't know about." Like, I was maybe eight years old, you know, right. when that was going on. I didn't know any better. And, uh, yeah. So when I first heard that, I'm like, I, I, I think that's true. And then through the years, documents came out and people admitted that, yeah, there was an MK Ultra pro- program from the uh, CIA that they were, what they were really trying to do was mind control with LSD and doing all sorts of weird fucking experiments. 
they actually went into fucking poor black neighborhoods and sprayed mist of LSD into the streets on top from the bu- tops of buildings. That was part of that MK Ultra project. Wow. And they think a lot of that had to do with some of those riots in LA. Uh obviously like the one with Rodney King that was totally different but yeah. in the 70s there were some riots and they couldn't really explain the unrest and they think it was cuz they sprayed everybody with fucking LSD in the streets. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah, I mean these people are tripping balls and they don't know, you know. So that's like a clear-cut conspiracy that turned out to be true that I was yep. pretty sure was true. But if I think about a conspiracy that it'd be really cool if it was true, let me think for a second. Or what's one that you know to be true that you never, or just one that you, what's your favorite conspiracy, I guess? I am still to this day intrigued because obviously it's conspiracy theory and obviously it has to deal with government, but not, so the one that I feel like I want to know what, whatever, so it's, you know, it's a conspiracy right now. Mm -hmm. Princess Diana's death. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one, actually. I didn't watch that movie. Was it called Diana? Yep. I never watched it, but I heard a lot of people were like, what the fuck? Like some of the details that a lot of people didn't know. Um, yeah, that's a... I mean, did, was did, the royal Charles, family, did Charles want his own daughter to be slain? Yeah. Or, you know, his someone, grandma, in, someone, in the, yeah. Yeah, someone in the royal family, did they try to send a message or some shit yeah. like that? And that's something you're probably never going to know. Because whoever was probably involved is dead. Yeah, because it was either like that, it was that one, and uh, that one and David Koresh. Oh, yeah. Thinking, yeah, that he was like... The Waco. Yeah, but what did they claim? That like he had uh, uh, unlicensed militia and, you know, they had guns, but... The, well, that was like the Ruby Ridge yeah. situation where they went in guns a-blazing for... They didn't pay their taxes or some shit. It's like what? What are you doing? Uh, but that's not really conspiracy theory. That was just inept fucking government in both cases. But I'm talking about like the moon landing faked or uh, <laughs> my favorite one to laugh at idiots is the flat earthers. <laughs> that's my favorite one when somebody oh, tries God. explaining that no, the Earth's flat. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> okay, tell me more. <laughs> it's like. So you're telling me when the uh, dinosaurs went extinct, the meteor came down and just <laughs> slapped the Earth like a plate and flew them all off yep. into space? <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so that's my favorite dumb conspiracy is the Flat Earthers. That one makes me laugh every fucking time. It's like, oh, there's an ice wall at the edge? That's why we, That doesn't make any sense. Then go to the fucking ice wall and climb it, dummy. What's on the other side? A turtle on its back. Holding up the earth. And and then there's another turtle after that. And then another and another. It's turtles all the way down. I did watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that did not happen. (laughs) You flat earther fuckers. Uh, But what? uh, Let me think. One that I hope is true. Uh, There's an interesting one. Um, Let me... Do you got another one while I look this one up? So you want me to now think of one that... You want to, want to be true that you're not sure if it is or not. Or that you think is true but hasn't been proven to be true. Like JFK assassination or something uh, like that. I'm very... 
9-11. Oh, there you go. The mother load. So, which part of the conspiracy are you thinking? That who, the, was, who, was, uh, who was the one that did it? Yeah, who behind it? Yep. You just want to know. It's one of your favorites that you want to know that you're. it's unclear to you? Like I, that's the one you want answers but, from. But yeah, what they what they try to tell you, and what I think is not the what I think is the what I think the uh, what happened behind it, obviously, because I think it was our own. What government. about Tower Seven? <laughs> I think it was our own government. Yeah, well, there's a lot of evidence planning. Like, I mean, when you look at that Tower Seven, and literally nothing went into it, and it looks like it went down like a demolition, and it's you know a quarter of the size of the Twin Towers. And you're like, wait a second, why would that fucking building go down? Out of all of them, the one that has all the important documents and now they're gone forever? Yeah, that's a... Uh, it'd be... Yeah. And and the uh, footage from the Pentagon that's gone that supposedly a, a plane ran into it, but there was one video from like a gas station and it looked like a rocket going off. And there was no wreckage to be found yep. of the plane in the Pentagon. Yeah, that's a good one that, yeah, I'd like to know the answers for, for sure. But, so, back before World War II, um, there was a Navy ship. The Armada? No, no, <laughs> that was the Spanish Galleon. <laughs> wow, uh, you said, oh, you said spaceship. Yeah. No, 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 no. This was a Navy ship. Oh, a Navy ship. Okay. Uh, it was called the Philadelphia Experiment. Um, so Sounds I'll, like an Alan John song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of Philadelphia Freeman, or, Freedom, it was... <laughs> or the Philadelphia Story. Yeah. <laughs> no. So the, the Philadelphia Experiment was an alleged event claimed to have been witnessed by uh, an ex-merchant mariner named Carl Allen. And it had to do with a... Uh, the United States Navy's, Navy's, Navy's Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, there was like a destroyer escort class ship, and uh, it alleged like what the guy said happened was that the ship was there and then it disappeared for like a second completely, like it completely disappeared and then reappeared, and. That when they went in to try and investigate, there were, like, guys merged into the walls of the ship. And a bunch of guys, they were all dead. But they, they're they thinking, I'm trying to remember what, um, they claim this guy was, it was a total hoax and he was full of shit. But there are other, you know, top secret Navy guys there that, claimed it too but now they've been they're either dead or uh recanted their stories but there was evidence that they were trying to do some sort of uh experiment there where they had a bunch of like high high voltage capacitors and um well, i don't know what you want to call it generators some the, the idea is what they were trying to do was to make the ship invisible to enemies. But what really happened is it went to another dimension or it disappeared out of existence and came back. That sounds like the Black Pearl. 
<laughs> the ghost of Davy Jones. Oh, yeah, where the guys become part of the ship. Yeah. Well, no, this is like the molecules in the ship whenever they turned on the switch fucking That's made everything up. merge together. Um, so uh, this was back in 1957. Um, and a guy, the guy who I'm talking about that um, Jessup or that Alan wrote a book about it. I want to read it. Um, but since then, you know, the Navy's like, oh, it's absolute horseshit. But the more I looked into it and watched a couple of YouTube videos of it, it's, there's something there and there's something plausible that happened. What's most likely is they were running an experiment to try and make the ship invisible to enemies by the naked eye. But, uh, yeah, if you want to, uh, I'm trying to look up some of this shit, but there's so much in this Wikipedia article. I don't want to read all of it. Right. But anyway, that's the gist of it. They were trying to do an experiment because there were these giant, like, uh, power cables going into the ship to where that would never happen. No. Right? So, and they thought there wasn't anybody supposed to be on the ship, but then when they went back in, there were guys just merged to the hull. It was fucking grotesque the way they fucking described it, but I'd like to know what really happened with that one. Because when I came across it one day, I was like, what the fuck? How, how, how have I never heard of this one before? Because um, there were a bunch of like military officers that all said they saw the same thing. There was a loud zapping noise, and a full fucking Navy-class destroyer was just gone and then reappeared. So... That's one that I'd like to find out that I think they were fucking with something and it really happened. So wow, kind of makes you think. So like, um, and I'm sure you've heard of the uh, the, yeah. Look it up. It's called the Philadelphia Experiment. uh, Matt Gronin, the guy who did The Simpsons, who does The Simpsons. Oh yeah, because he's all the conspiracy, whatever that he did, and it turns out everything has happened. Like Mm. not everything, but there's a lot that has happened. Like ridiculous. After the episode came out. Oh, and years the, after yeah. too. And now there was that episode, which came out like maybe like fifteen years ago. Because I mean, what Simpsons has been running for twenty five years? It yeah. has been. There was the one where Homer went down in the submarine, and and, and oh yeah, it I just see. it just came up. And it goes, Mick Groening is fucking playing mind tricks on us right now. <laughs> or he's a time traveler. That, yeah, that was the. Uh... Matt, yeah, Matt there was like is a time fifteen traveler. of them that he's had in his episodes, and then it happened after. Almost exactly, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a scene in one of the Simpsons where, like, Donald Trump becomes president. Down he, the he was escalator. coming down the escalator, and it happened exactly as it fucking showed yep. it on real life, like, seven years later. And you're like, what the fuck? That's just... Art uh, imitating life, yeah. I told you. Or life imitating art. Good Maybe. job there, Pickles. <laughs> yeah, Pickles. Thanks for the suggestion. I'll, I'll ask you again whenever we're slow on notes. For show topics. Yeah. So that that was uh, Pickles Corner. Everyone <laughs> knows it's Pickles. Ah, that's me. We should make a little jingle. We for should. <laughs> it's now time. Like Ask Pickles or Pickles Corner. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> hey, the lottery's getting up there. we got to buy a ticket. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is, if we do win the lottery, that'll be the end of this fucking show. <laughs> you think we'll, so? Oh, I'm not I'd, doing it. I don't want people people know where we are. I will contact i'll just be out in the middle somewhere else nah i'll just live life like i am except take 
I won't work and I'll just have vacations all the time. And take quaaludes. If I can find them. Yep. Or I'll fund a government study. Ah, uh, there's <laughs> another conspiracy right there. Wait a minute, where's he getting all this stuff from? Because <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Just like the CIA, I'm <laughs> testing it out on my yeah, friends. Yeah, right? Well, I saw they just had like a town hall. And it was with uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. and he was talking about uh, <laughs> mushrooms see? and uh, yeah, weed and all that. All being, a, he I... wants it to be illegal or yeah. legal. Yeah. Did you see the meme? Did I send it to you? The I don't believe so. With uh, Alex Jones, where <laughs> so so Robert Kennedy Jr. is talking about uh, <laughs> like uh, there's a chemical that he's like. It's in our drinking water, and if you put a if you put this chemical in a tank full of frogs, and it shows Alex Jones like, uh, <laughs> it'll change their genetic physiology and turn the males to females. And it shows Alex Jones like, like it was like a clip from like Rogan where he's yep. like got his arms folded and he's like grabbing his head and he's just like, it turns the frogs freaking gay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest fucking meme I've seen in so long. <laughs> there's captain conspiracy for his yeah. alex jones but a lot of them that he did turned out to be true. true yep uh he was the first guy to expose bohemian grove he took a a guy with him and uh hidden camera footage of those fucking weirdos at bohemian grove all these politicians and powerful businessmen and some secret cabal that fucking dress up at druids and burn an effigy of an owl and it's like what the fuck are you guys doing some eyes wide shut bullshit that our most powerful leaders are all going to. Now that you were saying that, I, I, I don't want to go back to past that we were just talking about, but I'm very intrigued and I really want to know how and when were the pyramids created? Oh, yeah. They still don't know how they're fucking made. Because Something was lost. Well, the best explanation without going UFOs is, uh, or aliens, or, well... I'll actually branch off into something else. Um, so, like, Graham Hancock and uh, who's the other guy? Geological dude who studies asteroid impacts. Anyway, these two guys, Graham Hancock has a series on Netflix about the pyramids and several other uh, sites. I forget what it's called. Something History Lost or his. Uh, Anyway, he's got two books. One's called Fingerprints of the Gods, which I got. Oh, for a minute there, they were going to say Fingering the Gods. <laughs> I'm like, what? Doesn't sound like this is actually all facts, but okay. Fingerprints of the Gods. Okay, there it is. And the other one is something else of the Gods. But anyway, he goes into history about fingering the gods. <laughs> yeah, but he was giving Hercules a hand job. <laughs> it turned Zeus gay. <laughs> but. Uh, in many different uh, history, uh, what do I want to say here? In different cultures, there's historical records of a giant flood happening that historians just refer to as Noah's Flood. He, Graham Hancock thinks that there really was a uh, lost city of Atlantis that was super technologically advanced compared to everybody else, and that that flood wa wiped out everybody... In Atlantis, but you know, a few people might have survived with the technology that they, you know, the techniques and everything. And they, you know, depending on the time frame that we're talking about, because they still don't know how old the pyramids are, they have a rough idea. What do you think? 
I think this theory is the lost city of Atlantis. They had, they protected their techniques of technology and went out to different places, sort of like getting a contractor be like, Hey, we need something built here. And be like, well, I can do that. I know how. So they'd get a bunch of workers and whatever techniques or technological advances, advancements they have had, all of that got wiped out in an instant because you see in, uh, if you watch these shows or read his book, Graham Hancock's books, it's almost like the human race took a step back after that. Like something, something educationally or technologically got lost that shoved us back like a couple hundred years. And for the same thing, as far as, uh, showing that there was some sort of technological advancement at the time. There were some cultures that went from hunter-gatherers to Bronze Age people almost overnight. Like, they didn't have tools, they didn't have anything. All of a sudden, they went from hunter-gatherers to having tools, and there's evidence of that out there. So that's something I think... I think there really was, like, a lost city of Atlantis, and it's mostly, most likely... If you look on a map, the eye of the Sahara Desert, because if a giant flood came through or an earthquake caused a giant flood to come through, it shows, you can see from an aerial view from space, the indentation still in the land where a giant flow went through and you know it wiped out an entire continent. They think that the eye of the Sahara was the original site of Atlantis. So it's really cool. Uh, there's a couple of YouTube videos out. There's one really good guy that goes into detail. It's like a 30-minute or 20-minute video. But I think there was something there, and I think the Atlanteans helped build. My best guess, outside of hoping it was aliens, is right. that the Atlanteans helped build the pyramids with some some sort of technology that's still lost to us today that just got lost in antiquity. Well, I'll tell you this right now. If it was aliens, great job, because this is a mystery that's been going on <laughs> yeah. forever. Thanks for keeping us in the dark, you yeah. fucks. <laughs> but the other thing is, instead of aliens, but I'm pretty sure there are you know, extraterrestrials out there, is that these crafts we're seeing and these, well, no, they don't call them UFOs anymore. They call them unidentified aerial phenomena. Are Something actually like a phenomena. LL Cool J. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they're actually us from the future coming back to check in on us, like in a different could, dimension. Could you imagine? You're like, you think it's like the cable guy or something, or <laughs> you know, he knocks on the door. Hi, I'm from the planet Druidia, and I'm just here. How no, is- no, like there's the, some of the theories I heard is that like these crafts that, that are always being spotted now, or have been spotted for a while are actually here just in a different dimension. Okay. So we can't and they've figured out out a, out a way to cross that dimensional field. It's another cool theory, but well, until we case, know we won't I mean, know. Yeah, that would be kind of like the South Park episode where the uh, immigrants came <laughs> oh, yeah. to take her jur, but they came yeah. from another dimension, Yeah, you they know? Came from the future to different dimension. We need to stop the future from happening. Get in the gay pile. Get in the gay pile. <laughs> the only way to stop the future from happening is by having sex with each other, Chip. So shut the hell up and get in the pile. 
Oh, to this day, that is still one of the top ones. That one and the one we watched last oh. week. The, uh, <laughs> the cheesing? Yeah, the cheesing with uh, Kenny. And yep. <laughs> every time he got high, he went to the heavy metal world. <laughs> God damn, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think Major Boobage was the name of that uh, yeah. episode. What was I talking about before this? Oh, like winning the lottery. Yeah. Um, I was watching Jay Leno's Garage and Bill Burr was on it. Uh, and he brought out a 1965 Buick Riviera uh, Grand Sport, which has like those cool old clamshell opening headlights. When you start it up, like if you look at the front, it splits open like a clamshell to expose the headlights. It looks so fucking cool. And I started looking at a couple, like, uh, built up. It had two four-barrel carburetors on it. So you probably got about four miles to the gallon. <laughs> Leno said, yeah, it was a, it was the hybrid of its day. It ran on gas, and when you pressed on it, it, it burnt even more gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, that got to me thinking of... Like, in reality, if someone, like, if I wasn't rich, I didn't win the lottery, but one of my friends won the lottery and said, I'll give you any car you want, what would be the car that you would choose? You're not buying it yourself, you're not rich, but it's a gift for you, you get to pick whatever one you want. Only one. Oh, that's a really good one. I thought about it for a while, and I would probably take the 1967 Chevy Impala from Supernatural. That fucking car was something else. I love the look of it. And it's got the bigger tires in the back, so when it goes down the road, it's sort of it's angled down like a hot rod. looks really cool. But that's the one I would choose bar none. Oh, my God. You know, I always was a big fan of, at the time, um, and I still am, uh, 69 Camaro SS. Yeah. Convertible or no? No. No. Hard top. No Guy Fieri. No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, what it, color? Red. Okay. Red. Black rally stripes or white rally stripes? No. Yeah. So red with black rally stripes. Yeah. It's not a bad choice. Yeah, that would probably be it. I was, cause I was like kind of going between that and then also the Shelly Cobra, Shelby Cobra must, or, uh, the 500. GT. Oh, from uh, Eleanor. Gone in, gone in sixty seconds. Eleanor. That's yeah. that's a good one. Too. I actually saw one uh, three weeks ago. I was uh, when I was DJing at Lumberyard. Uh, one of the guys that was at the party came pulling up with them with a car, and I saw him pulling up, and I went Eleanor. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! Like, because you see the how that car was constructed. I mean, it's got a roll bar in the driver's side only. Uh, that yeah. loops over. Yeah, because Shelby was a racer. Yep. And I, I just in awe by that vehicle, I guess, you know, I mean, the whole the whole construction of it, I guess you would say, or even the planning of it, or even like when you look at some of the old Bond cars. Yeah. James Bond cars. Well, like that, the GT500 design was just beautiful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those Aston Martins and shit, like the old ones that Bond had. I mean, it's cool and everything, but if I couldn't have the Impala, I'd probably... T- 67 was a great year for muscle cars, Yep. so I'd probably take a 67 GTO. That's an iconic fucking car. Oh, yeah, it is. But I don't know what color I'd take. Probably black with white. 
Ooh, that'd be uh, nice. Black with, uh, like, the tuxedo interior. Like, black with white inserts. And then the white walls out. Oh, yeah. Oh, white walls. Yeah. White walls on the tires. But, yeah, that's a fucking... But that's a plain colored car. You don't put rally stripes on that. No. Just chrome and black and a tuxedo interior. That would be pretty Could you imagine awesome. if things were roll or it was roll reverse? So back in like the mob days, back in the 20s, or, or not, not 20s, because obviously, uh, like, but back in the mob days, they always had the big Cadillacs, the big Buicks, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, could you imagine if they were the ones that were driving around with the sports cars and the classic <laughs> muscle cars? And then all of the racers and like now to this day like could you imagine if uh vin diesel came pulling up to paul walker in a <laughs> buick riviera or <laughs> you know or he came pulling up in a uh an older hatchback chevy nova well the first movie <laughs> well, the, he had the dodge charger he did have the yeah but i mean that was that's considered a muscle car I oh mean, yeah but, but he you know but i'm saying coming up in a big fucking delta 88 you know <laughs> yeah, big boat of the lincoln continental with the suicide doors yep <laughs> i mean literally like paul walker could have had a scooter and then he could have had the delta 88 and they probably would have went the same a vespa and a and a delta 88 <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> oh yeah joey chestnut one in case you were wondering yeah more hot dogs per capita than any human beings ever That's eaten. That's just amazing. No, I I took a look at it before and I was like, I want to puke. That looks so disgusting. And if you've ever had Nathan's hot dogs, they are horrible. They're not they good. They taste like shit. And people will be like, well, you're not getting it from the place. They're Nathan hot dogs, okay? You I know what they do when they they don't put them on a fucking roller. No, they, they're all steamed. Yeah, they just throw them right in the water and then bam, that's how they give it to them. Chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored, flavored water. water. I actually heard one of the most hilarious things from Sonic 2, because you're saying that. Okay. That's about as useless. This is what Jim Carrey said in the movie when he was trying to take down Sonic. You're about as useless as a backstage pass to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I was like, yeah! See, Good there, Lord. there are so many like adult little, you know, because Jim Carrey played Dr. Robotna, Robotnik. Yeah. Uh, it's so awesome in it. And now that I got to see the second one, I mean, it's been on it. It's been out forever, but it's on Amazon, so I watched it last oh, night. I'll have to put it in my queue. Yeah, and this is where they bring in Knuckles and Tails. Oh, really? Yep. Well, I suppose if the first one, you got to give the origin story, and then yep, like you do. Yeah, so it, I highly suggest if you have not seen it, or obviously you're going to have to watch the first one before you watch the second one. Oh, because it's such a intrinsicate sequel well because jim carrey <laughs> yeah, changes his look in this one you know oh, okay. whatever and he talks about you know before he you know yeah it's not like lord of the rings it's not that big of a trilogy frodo you fuck <laughs> let me guess the frodo- sonic sonic 3 is gonna be a three hour long cinematic adventure <laughs> oh boy we oh we didn't finish all the uh bean bean town entertainment summer yeah we didn't finish that up I'm sorry, um, I, I'm getting these nonstop texts from uh, the uh, new owner, Brooke. She uh, wants to know if I know who these people's names are in the uh, uh, sign-in because uh, they, do a, they do a wheel. Like, you know how other bars do, like, the poker chip? Yeah, I've seen that. So they like do it. a Facebook Live of the computer wheel. Yeah, I wouldn't do that if I were them because yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I think they're going to get hit. <laughs> yeah. Um, whatever. I'm not running the place yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But well, no, Beantown Summer, uh, the 15th, we're going to the thing. 
uh, Romy's, but yep. then the weekend after that's the 22nd, which is Wayne's Place. No. No, that's the 29th? No, that's the 12th of August. Did you not see the Beantown Entertainment calendar? I you, yeah, but I thought the whole month of July was full up. It is, Except for the yeah. 15th. Everything was all, is all filled up. But and, you're going into August already for the fireman's picnic. Yeah. But just if you go, I mean, if anybody wants to know what you can do, you can just go on Beantown Entertainment on Facebook and. Uh, Give them a plug. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. July July 8th is the 8th annual Beantown Entertainment Cornhole at uh, Good Vibes and Amico's. And then there's a 1970 party at Wayne's Place. Yep. On July 21st. If you read what ha- what it says. 70s priced yep. drinks all night. Brooks said that right off. She goes, I. she's like, Wayne made a killing on his dollar everything. She's like, I want to have a retro night. We play 70s all night, and I'll, I'll, it'll be 70s priced drinks all night long. Sweet. Yep. So <laughs> bring $10 and leave with somebody you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's also going to be a bowl you can throw your keys into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what swingers in the seventies. Uh, oh, this is what I the yep. poker run is July twenty second. Yeah, bridge the gap. Bridge the gap is a uh, and anybody can get into it. Yeah, there's a at double vision. There's a poker run with double vision. Double vision. <laughs> That's how you're gonna fucking feel yep. after this day. Foreman's Barn Grill in Seymour, Badger Tap and Embarrass, Rachel's Roadside Bar in Wittenberg, and Red River Tavern in Shano is the poker run. You can get cards at Double Vision. And there's going to be a meat raffle at 5 to 10 p.m. at Double Vision, so go check that out. Um, And then the Cornhole Tournament at Wayne's is August 12th. Yep. And then after that... August 19th. August 19th. I open for Johnny Watt. Yeah. You're finally making it, right, when you're ready to get rid of the business. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and I didn't put one on there, but then the 29th I have to do an anniversary party at D2's in Hobart. Holy schmokes. Yeah. Well, that's not around here, so. Yeah. Well, Hobart. Hobart's 15, 20 minutes away. That's way too far. That's out of our jurisdiction. I mean, <laughs> Jason and Melissa drive all the time to come and drink here and go back there. <laughs> I mean. Well, well, we'll crash at their place. Then. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, filthy animals. Maybe if you're lucky, you'll win the basket and get some 1988 Fleer cards. That'd be... But until then, we're going to have to open our own cards. And since these packs only have four in them, we're going to each open two packs here. So these are the 2021 Panini Prism baseball cards. Which are not officially licensed through the MLB. MLB. So I'll let you go first. Okay. Since you're already opening yours. and Do you want me just to open the first pack and then you'll open? Yeah, we'll go one for one here. Okay, here we go. All right, so I've got the, it looks like it's, uh, let's see, Esteban Floreal of the New York Mets. Yeah. Floreal. Floreal. Uh, Chaz Chisholm. It's his rookie card, actually. He's actually the uh, the face of MLB The Show 23. No. Chaz Chisholm. Well, we'll put that aside. I got a fearless uh, Josh Bell. Ah, fuck it. And then I have a Luis Garcia, kind of a pack of heart garbage in a way. A little bit of hot garbage. Yep. All right. I've got a Kyle Hendricks pitcher of the – it doesn't matter. You can't see the fucking logo of what Cubs. team. It's a blue team. It's yeah, the Cubs. Yeah, yeah, he's Cubs. Trevor Larnick, rookie for the Twins. Nothing. 
William Contreras, catcher hey, for the Brewers. Atlanta Atlanta Braves. Yeah, he's the Brewers now. But this is his rookie yeah, card right. in 2021. Oh, oh, there you go. So hang on to that one. And we got a stargazing card. <laughs> you like to stargaze. Xander Bogarts. All right. That's not a bad card right of, there. Uh, that's when he was with the Red Sox. Yeah, this is a numbered card. So oh, that's good. SG14. So, All right. This is when he played for Boston. Xander Bogarts. All right, so here we go. My last pack that I opened up, we've got one of Craig Biggio. Hey, that's a – well, he didn't play in 2021. No. So that's got to be a Legends card. Or we got a rookie card of the Indians, Monte Harrison. Hey, I got one of Xander Bogarts. Is it a stargazer? No, it's a regular one. Okay. And I got a fearless. Oh, well, this guy was supposed to. I mean, he still might, whatever. He was like one of the top picks. Casey Mize of the Tigers. He was like considered one of the top pitchers. So We'll see. A little bit of hot garbage there. Yep. All right. I've got for the Tigers, Isaac Paredes. Paredes. Rookie card. Then I have Randy Arozet. A Rosa Arena. Oh, yep. A Rosa Arena. Bea. Yep, you're right. And Albert Abreu for New York Mets. And we've got a. Oh, shit. We've got a Silver Sluggers Mike Trout. Now that's a good card. That makes you win this one right there. You goddamn right I do. So I got one. Robert got one. You got none. Uh. <laughs> we only got two packs left, and one's a 12. But that's only out of one yeah. box, and then we got another box to open, plus all the fleers. I should probably get my AI and ask my, uh, I'll, I'll name him, or name it, uh, je ne sais quoi. And I'll be like, so when will I win the baseball card, you know? I don't have enough data. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, then listen to our podcast. It'll look good on our numbers to have another listener. That is exactly true. Say you're true. from Botswana, because now we've got. I was looking at the countries. That oh, we actually have Botswana now? No, oh. but we do have, like, I think it's Nabi- Namibia or something like that. Saudi Arabia, I know we've got. Costa Rica lately. Ah. So we're moving up. I love me we're some. international. I love me some Latinas. You certainly do. Yes, I'm sorry. but Selena Vega. <sighs> Put your mama. Ah. I heard that those Latinas are bad news. Of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to know what? Also, I found out that... God uh, damn it, Hollow. <laughs> I also found out that when I go to uh, Mexico, that the... Uh, the uh, That they're all Latinas? <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> they're not trying... They, they don't want to come to the U.S., but they are more than happy for me to come there. They just want you to come. Well, I'm going there for a, a wedding. I'm, I'm probably going there for a wedding in December for... Uh, Lalo, who used to own El Mariachi's. Yep. Really good friends. His brother, Sal. Yep. Uh, so Sal, like, I always always tell Sal that I whatever. And Sal's like, if you're serious about it, he's like, we'll go. He's like, and we'll stay at my parents. So it's not going to cost you any money to, to stay, whatever. And he's like, and I'm not going to take you to a bad place. Yeah. So. Well, that's awesome. I'm just saying those Latinas yes. are bad news. Ah. Uh, well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. For God's sakes, it went right over his head before. It did. You son of a bitch. Because I'm white. So I was <laughs> <laughs> I was reading a story the other day, and it just happened to be in fucking Wisconsin. So I'm like, I got to put this one on the show. Three juveniles in Wisconsin. Oh, wait, 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 wait. 
two days ago in Racine, Wisconsin. Oh, you son of a bitch. Let me do that again. Okay, do it again. <laughs> two days ago in Racine, Wisconsin. Uh, three juveniles in Wisconsin accused of causing mayhem on motorized shopping carts at a Piggly Wiggly. What Piggly Wiggly shot the pig? <laughs> Authorities in southern Wisconsin are looking to identify three juveniles who allegedly caused some mayhem on motorized shopping carts inside a Piggly Wiggly. According to the Racine Police Department, three juveniles took those shopping carts uh, and knocked items off the shelves and... <laughs> I'm looking at the pictures now. I'm like, this is something me and Groff and Robert would have done back in the day. Authorities say that the group also intentionally ran the motorized carts into an elderly woman at the checkout line and slapped the store manager in the face before leaving. <laughs> the three juveniles are believed to be two girls between 14 and 17 years old and a boy who is thought to be between 12 and 14. Jesus. Sounds like they were at James Taylor's party. <laughs> the three reportedly left on foot. Wow. So be on the lookout if you're in Racine <laughs> no for some motorized. Nobody's on the lookout in Racine because <laughs> yeah. so much shit happens there. They're just like, they just turn the blind eye. Ah, uh, wow. Go ahead. All right. Well, this one happened in Grafton, Wisconsin, last week, Saturday night. One man was arrested Saturday night after allegedly stabbing another man with a broken beer bottle following a fight at a Wisconsin hotel. At, when I first saw this, I was like, it's a super, at the, the Super 8 motel? Yeah, yeah, Motel 6. Yeah, Motel 6. According to a release from the Grafton Police Department, officers responded to the Town Place Suites. Sounds pretty snazzy yeah at about 9 10 p.m for a report of a one man stabbing another deputies from the ozaki county sheriff's office reportedly got to the scene first and confirmed that one man was stabbed and the suspect responsible had left the scene well he's not gonna <laughs> stay there i'm gonna hang around and explain what happened it was me guys <laughs> here's why i did it see it can't be like james taylor where he admits that he's <laughs> at fault too. i don't know? know why this kid's passed out on my floor <laughs> It was funny how they panned from him down to the floor to the kid who was passed out. That was the funniest <laughs> and then part of that video. Watched, yeah, if you see the newscast guy, he's like, oh, I almost stepped on him. Yeah. <laughs> Witnesses reported to the police that the suspect and the victim got into a fight after the suspect made comments about the victim's wife. She's a whore. <laughs> Gold well, the fight turned out violent, and the victim pushed the suspect, then he allegedly broke the beer bottle he was holding and stabbed the victim several times in the neck. Jesus. Sounds like something happened at the war bonnet. Yeah. Uh, witnesses also reported that the two men were co-workers and not from the Grafton area. Oh, uh, probably from fucking Illinois. In the old Frito-Lay factory. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Please say the suspect later returned to the scene. Oh, and was arrested. Oh, you dummy. I know. He probably forgot his... Uh, well, if they worked together, it's not like they weren't going to find him eventually. <laughs> probably had to come back for his wife. I mean, if they were talking shit about his wife. I don't know. Was she there or not? I don't know. So, yeah, that happened. What an idiot. Uh, maybe she's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's not even real. Uh, this isn't really a news story, but I just thought it was interesting. They, I was <laughs> panning across you know, some of the science websites that I go to, and it, they said that the sun's activity could be at an all-time high peak two years earlier than expected. So this year... The sun could potentially reach its solar maximum, meaning it's all downhill from here. We only got a couple billion years left before wow. it's going to burn out. So just, you know, just letting you guys know. 
Because the sun could potentially reach solar maximum, a peak in the solar cycle that could cause major problems for those of us on Earth by the end of the year, according to a report from Live Science. Roughly every 11 years, the sun's magnetic field gets tangled up until it results in a massive reversal of its north and south poles. During this period of increased solar activity, more sunspots appear on the surface of the sun, prompting more solar flares and storms that could potentially disrupt communications, damage power infrastructures, and affect satellite operations on Earth. So get ready for that October of this year. They always said that like once every century that there's a giant solar flare that could knock out all the power. Okay. And the last time it happened was like in 1920. So we'd be fucked for like a good year, year and a half, two years. Well, they say it- that uh, like cars nowadays, it won't be affected, but I think they're bullshitting us because we haven't had a giant solar flare hit us in 100 years. <clears throat> well, if that's the case, then I'm going to have to try to find out how I can get to the city of Tron. <laughs> well, I'm going to live in the hardware of a... So the first time I heard about, the first time I heard about this, <laughs> I'm like, just saving. Yeah, I'm trying to save you here. Uh, first time I heard about this, I was talking to my buddy Ben, who owns an auto shop, and he's like, "Yeah, what I'm going to do is buy a, a crank started deuce and a half, because if all the power were to go down and all the vehicles didn't work, because what a giant solar flare would do would be like a giant, uh, what do they call those, like weapons, electromagnetic." Uh, not ESP. What the fuck am I trying to say here? Like in uh, Ocean's Twelve, where they lit off oh, the yes. thing and it took out the power grid. Yes. EMP, electromagnetic yes. Yes, pulse. That's it. What a what a giant solar flare would be like is a giant EMP going off, which fries every fucking electrical circuit within its path. So depending on where that solar flare would hit on Earth, that whole area would be knocked out into the stone age for power but they say these days are you know cars wouldn't be affected but i think that's all horseshit unless they tested it with a giant solar flare which i don't think we have <laughs> <laughs> so if you weren't worried about anything lately look out for the sun in october <laughs> oh wow well, the other bad news that I do have, uh, you love hot stuff. You, do you like sriracha? I love me some sriracha. Well, here's some bad news about that coming up here. Bottles of Hoi Fong sriracha. My favorite. Are going for as much as $70 on some sites now. And a shortage. Yep. A shortage of the popular hot sauce is linked to an ongoing drought. A single 28 28- Ounce bottle is being listed one on eBay sellers selling for nearly seventy dollars, while a two pack of seventeen ounce bottles is going on Amazon for around a hundred dollars or more. Jesus, for for some from some merchants, other brands, uh, either or uh, some uh, sorry, other brands of the sauce on the sites are notably less expensive, but prices for Hoi Fong's uh, authentic version are being driven up uh, to the ongoing ongoing shortage of the chilies used to make the condiments. Yep. I did not know that. I This is weird because this morning I saw a reel okay. about the history of the guy who started Hoi Fong uh, Sriracha. Yeah. So he was an immigrant from China. Uh, or no, Vietnam? Doesn't matter. More or less sounds like... It sounds like a Vietna- Vietnamese. So he, you know, the he used... He, in Vietnam, 
where he's from. See, it's weird because on the bottle, he has four different languages on the front of the bottle. There's Chinese, Vietnamese, and then two other ones. But anyway, he made like the best sriracha back where he was from. Okay. And then he immigrated on a boat named the Hoi Fong wow. to L.A. And when he got to L.A., nobody had any sort of Asian hot sauce, and he fucking loves the shit. So he started... He'd get some of the peppers he need, but then he'd supplement it with jalapenos, and uh, he started making his own hot sauce and put them in glass jars and sell them out of van. Okay. And in the seventies, he was making twenty three hundred dollars a month. That's a lot his, back then. Back then, yeah, he was like a drug dealer except for hot sauce. <clears throat> in their history, Hoi Fong's sriracha has never had an ad campaign, never had like a director of public you know uh public relations anything like that they've used the same distributors they have since they started the same factories the only re it got a cult following and spread by word of mouth and having a great product they've never had an advertisement you ever. know that is true i mean think about that they <coughs> never had yeah but and they still don't today the and it's the most famous sriracha because of their product is so good. It's crazy. Wow. And it's weird that I saw that this morning after you fucking had that story. Yeah. Weird. That kind of weird. Is that all the bad news you got? That's all the bad news I have. Did you have a I do have a comedian of the week. Of the week. Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to grab my laptop. Who fast. is it first? Uh, Gary Owen. Oh. Um, Owen. Gary Owen. Owen. You never heard of him? Maybe if I he's a white boy that kind of sounds like a black man. Okay, he hung out in the hoods back in the day. It sort of reminds me of uh, who is yeah Jamie Kennedy, Malibu's Most Wanted. Watch out! Um, I might have seen him on like a reel or something. Does he have like a southern accent? Yes, he does. Okay, I think I know who this is. Um. I haven't ever seen him have a stand-up special or anything. Yeah, he had a, a Netflix stand-up special not <laughs> that long had, ago. Oh, I haven't had Netflix in like yeah, two years. I, I, yeah, I haven't either. But I think I have seen a couple clips of his that I'm like, yeah, he's got some chops. Yeah, so... Uh, it's just he, that Netflix gave everybody and their mother a fucking special like five years ago. That is ago. true, yeah. They did actually give... A- like you said, they did give everybody... Because uh, there's so many horseshit stand-up specials on Netflix, it's ridiculous. Right. And so what he decided to, on his comedy special, he was talking about Netflix originals. You know how like you'll be like watching something, and it'll be like, hey, we suggest you watch this, yeah. or you're into this. Well, he got intrigued by something, and uh, he starts telling, uh, especially about one uh, Netflix original, which I'm sure maybe one of you... That is listening, have seen the one that he's talking about. But he mentioned some other ones before he mentioned this. But here it is, Gary Owen, for our comedian of the week. You know, watching not, a lot of Netflix, a lot of Netflix, man. Fuck. I start, I, I watched so much Netflix the last six months, Netflix stopped giving me suggestions. <laughs> Fuck it, man. You watched everything. <laughs> and like, you know, Netflix is cool, but like, I like some of the original programming. I like, like, the Squid Game was good. And then I watched that show Made. That was good. I liked that show Made because they lived in a trailer and they broke up. I was like, ooh. I can relate to this shit. 
The documentaries be fucking me up on Netflix, so them documentaries. Like, I, I'd be like, where do you be finding this shit? I watched that Jeffrey Epstein, that documentary. That dude was wildin'. Even R. Kelly was like, you're doing too much, bro. Slow down, seriously. Like, I took the girl to Chicago. This motherfucker got an island. I was like, levels. I watched, uh, man, I watched that Aaron Hernandez documentary. Man, that dude was wildin'. That dude was killing people, sucking dick, and catching touchdowns in the same weekend. I ain't never had a weekend that wild. He got me beat. Aaron Hernandez did three things in three days I have never done. I've never killed nobody, I've never sucked a dick, and I have never caught a touchdown. I got nothing in common with that dude. Here's, here's my biggest issue with Netflix. I don't like it that Netflix, they don't give accurate descriptions of a lot of the programs. So you'll watch something, think you're watching, and it'll be, it'll be about totally something, something else that you didn't see coming, like you had no business watching. Because one day I was, I was searching through Netflix, and uh, I saw this documentary called Abducted in Plain Sight. Right? Some of you have seen it, some of you haven't. Well, this is what Netflix says it's about. Netflix said, see how a young family moves to Utah and their oldest daughter gets kidnapped not once, but twice by the same next door neighbor. I'm like, how the fuck's that happen? I'm gonna watch that, I turn it on. So, this is what it's really about. This is what it's really about. It's a husband, wife, three daughters. They move to Utah. They move right next door to this guy and his wife. So the next door neighbor dude takes a liking to the oldest daughter. So he ends up fucking the dad, then he kidnaps the daughter. Notice what I just said right there. The dad fucked the dad. You gotta put that in the description. How you leave that shit out? That changed the whole goddamn documentary for me personally. Gets worse. So the dad fucks the dad, kidnaps the daughter. Then they catch him with the daughter. He says, yeah, yeah, go ahead and turn me in. Go ahead and press charges. If you do, I'm telling everybody your dad's a homosexual. Family don't want that shit out. They don't press charges. So he gets to move right next door again. Then he ends up fucking the mom. Then he kidnaps the daughter again. And the whole time I'm watching this shit, I'm going, God damn it. I know black people are going, that's some white people shit right there. That would never have no black family. <laughs> Fuck you, that's Utah white. That's a different type of white. I'm not taking that L from a whole race on that one. <laughs> what makes the documentary even more disturbing is the dad is the narrator. It ain't somebody else telling the story. Now the dad's going into detail how he fucked the neighbor dude. <laughs> and listen, you don't see this twist coming at all because the documentary's about an hour and a half long. It's about 30 minutes in for this twist happened. So at 30 minutes in, it's moving along like a regular kidnapping documentary. So at this point, I'm not really paying attention. I'm on my phone. I'm texting people. I'm more listening than watching, right? And all of a sudden, the dad, in the middle of the TV on his recliner, and he just starts talking. Well, um, so Bill came over, and he asked me to go for a ride in his, in his car. So I got in his car, and we went for a ride. And he stopped near a park. 
And he proceeded to tell me he's no longer happy in his marriage. And him and his wife are no longer intimate. And I looked over, and his penis was out. And he said to me, I just need a release. I just need a release. So I leaned over, and I released him. <laughs> and I'm on my phone like, the fuck he just say? Now I'm rewinding the shit. I can't turn it off. It's a fucking train wreck at this point. So I watched the whole goddamn documentary, and as soon as it's over, Netflix starts suggesting all this new shit for me to watch. Gary, by your viewing history, you might want to watch Brokeback Mountain. You might want to check out the crying game. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I, by the sound of his voice, I think I've heard him before. Does yeah. It, uh, I'll have to check that one out. <laughs> no, that documentary? No, the, oh. uh, his stand-up special. <laughs> oh, for a minute there, I'm like, oh. He told me all I need to know about that not to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. My God. Speaking of what the fuck, you got some facts I wish I didn't know? I, I do, yes. My God, I am the king of segues. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Wow. I'll, I'll tell you this right now. Um, you're, you're amazing. Since, Thanks. Since uh, you're, you're the only one doing this, so we're going to pick three. Three? Yep. Do three randoms. All right. Random. Uh, here. <laughs> There's a third random right here. Okay. All right. Pick All right, a so card, here we go. any card. Here's the first one, right, BD? Uh, I am ready. The foreplay act that involves placing male genitals into a bowl of warm water and then having someone blow bubbles in the water is called a... Hold on. Let me write this one down for a few. <laughs> All right. Is it called... Ball koozie? I mean, that's a good one. Day at the spa, the ball bath, or the nut silker? I'm going to go ball koozie. You are correct. Yeah. It is the ball that's koozie. That's what I'd call it. Dude, yeah. Now I want to get a ball koozie. <laughs> yeah, can I just... <laughs> I'm going to have a girl just come over and be like, we don't have to have sex. Just give me a ball koozie. <laughs> I'm uh, in. All right. Here's the second one. Anne Frank talked about this oh, subject no. constantly in her famous diary. <laughs> <laughs> ball koozie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was it oral sex, masturbation, hating her family, or killing Nazis? I mean, you would think it's killing Nazis or hating her family, but I bet you it's masturbation. You are correct. Masturbation. <laughs> You're stuck alone, nothing to do. Yeah. But look out the window and jerk off. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if Marilyn Manson can give himself his own ball koozie. <laughs> that was one of those. That's a that's a urban myth. Yeah. Oh, that he took the rib out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's the, shame the last. Those aren't around anymore. Oh. The urban myths. The internet killed the urban. Yes. Myth. So uh, here's the last one. Deals with masturbating again. Oh, crazy. Masturbating yourself. I'm an expert. <laughs> yeah. Masturbating yourself close to a climax, then yelling for your mom or dad oh and trying to finish before they come running in your room is called 
My, I mean, I might have oh invented this one when I was Is 17. Is it called The Motherload? Holy shit, that's a great one. The su- or A Suicide Wank. Okay. Minute to Win It. <laughs> or I like this one. Beating the Parents. Uh, I'm going to go with the mother load. You are wrong. Damn it. It's called a suicide wank. Ah, that's fucking horseshit. They should have renamed it. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (coughs) Oh, boy. So I thought up a couple, uh, I was bored one day at work and I came up with a bunch of, they aren't necessarily, you know, raunchy or anything, but they are some decent, uh, would you rathers. Okay. Actually, this one is a little bit dirty. Ah. They're both bad choices, but you got to pick one. Would you rather run a 100-yard dash on a football field covered in Legos barefoot or work for a week as a janitor on a porn set? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So the football field is made of Legos? It's covered in Legos. And you're barefoot. And you're barefoot. 100-yard dash. All right, I'm taking the janitor porn or the porn porn set janitor. I mean, I've worked in we we grew up on cleaning shit out of yeah. barns, so I mean, you can wear protective clothing. Although the hundred da- yard dash is going to be over soon, but the pain it takes you forever though, probably because <clears> you'd be like, out, out, out. I I couldn't see myself. Well, you might injure yourself too. Well, and not yeah, not only that now. <laughs> I, I'm just hypothetically thinking in my mind, are all these Legos the same? Is this a flat, you know, whatever? Because, you know, like sometimes Legos nope, are... No, it's big. covered in Legos. It's not made of Legos. Oh, it's not made... Oh, it's covered in Legos. Yeah, fuck that. Uh-uh. Because you're, you're, there's going to be some grass stubbing, and some... Yep. I don't know why, but when you stub your fucking toe, you... Oh, you, I, I mean, <laughs> you're going to step on shit. You're probably going to stub your toe on like a, a corner of that. It'll probably cut your feet up. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. I'm taking the. Uh, but porn what about set. the mental trauma of a porn set, day in and day out for a week? I would say the good for them. DVDAs. <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> you don't have to watch. You just got to clean up the aftermath. Right. I guess that would probably be the best thing. I don't think I could. I don't think I could clean it after just watching it and not being. But your if own. you go in not knowing what it is, it'd be like, oh god, what's all these stains? <laughs> Well, it'd be kind of like Caddyshack with the the nut bar, you know. Oh, they, yeah. they all thought it was the a baby piece, Ruth. Yeah, they thought it was the dog, or they thought it was human shit that yeah. was floating, you know. <laughs> I mean, we got a code brown. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the other would you rather is, <laughs> would you rather stand directly behind a horse and snap its ass with a wet towel, or try to give a cat a bath? Well, considering that I've done one of them already. <clears throat> I'm guessing it's not snap a towel nope. on a horse's ass. So you're risking getting back kicked in the chest or the face with a hoof. Or we'll say a feral cat. That would be, okay. That Give a feral oh cat my a God. bath. Okay, yeah. Holy shit. Scratched up. Scratched up oh, to fuck. Fuck. Because you already know that the cat's going to go crazy and fucking scratch up because they, they're they not a fan of water to begin with. Um, I would have to take the... I'd have to take the fucking slap the the ass of the horse with the wet towel. 
Because you might get bucked, you might not. Yeah. But holy shit, you you're going to go how... flying. <laughs> well, yeah. But I'd rather, I mean, we've all I wonder had... if you grab the cat by the scruff of the neck, you know, like the mothers do, if it'll disable it a little bit. No, it doesn't. Nope. You've tried it. Mm-hmm. You just mm. grab it by its neck and you hang it up. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the shower on and you just lower it into <laughs> into the path. Of the... I will say, like, yeah, like before, uh, I think actually, too, like the one of the first times. So back when we were younger, there would always be a feral cat that would always show up at my parents out in the back uh, back porch. And. This fucker was feral. Like, it would fight hard. It'd come one day. Like, it would always come, like, in the evening and want to eat, and it would sleep. And then in the morning, it would go back out. My mom would, she loved this cat. We called it Tiger, I think it was. Anyway, every day was a new new thing with this cat. Lost its fucking eye. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fucking oh, I got half the ear, too. half the ear was missing yep. off. One yep. time, it was, like, only walking on three legs. And my mom's like, oh, look at Tiger, or the Tigger or Tiger. And she'd be like, oh, look at him. It just, and then one day, Tigger never showed back up. Yeah. Finally saw his match. He tried taking on a coyote. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> so on the farm, we had a big orange cat okay. that would come around once in a while. And yeah, one of its eyes was missing, and it had half a, or one of its ears was chewed down like halfway. I called it Battle Cat. <laughs> Nice. <clears throat> and it was nice as fuck to me. Oh, yeah. But it hated all the other cats. And one day it came up as I was coming out of the house, and it dropped a red squirrel in front of me. The fucker nailed a red squirrel. And it was like, kind of give it to you, like, here you go. <clears throat> yeah, Here's look what meal. I got. Thanks for all the free food. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> at first I was like, that's a pretty big mouse. And I'm like, mouses don't have furry tails. I'm like, holy shit. It's not, uh, then I thought it was a chipmunk. And he dropped it and it was a fucking red squirrel. I'm like, you had to be pretty fucking fast to get a red squirrel. Right. Those things are like lightning quick. That's one thing I wish <clears> I could <throat> go and see. But yeah, so, that was another. He just disappeared once and never saw him never again. Never saw him again. Probably, I wish, got, he probably was playing cards with some raccoons and they took him out <laughs> back and shot him. You know how some people like down in Mexico and uh, other countries, they go and they have cockfighting. I want to I want <laughs> a feral cat cage fighting. <laughs> one time I put out a snap. I was going through Pluto on the guide. Yeah. And there was a movie from the 70s called Cockfighter. <laughs> and I, it was a porn. No. No? So I, I took a picture of the of the uh, the TV guide, and I wrote underneath it the story about a man who trains for years and then realizes it's with roosters. <laughs> Cockfighter. Oh, my God. I Yeah. All right, I got nothing else. I don't have anything else, do you? Nope. We're going to go have fun this 4th of July. That's right. We're going to bartend up at the park, so come see us. Well, you Hopefully are. I mean, I probably won't until later. Yeah, but you'll get an hour in anyway. Paul's supposed to, I guess, help you too. Okay. Well, Ann so, will be there too. Yep. And hopully it doesn't thunderstorm. I saw that we're supposed to get a chance. Of well, we all, but it either a day like before or after, we always get rain around. Yeah. Fourth of July, but I know that right after this. Oh, you want to eat your words? By the way, that we weren't going to get knee high by the Fourth of July corn. Are we at that point already? You bet your ass we are. Go anywhere and look at the corn. She fucking sprouted up after that rain last week, and you're like, "Oh, it's no way it's gonna." I'm like, "You watch, bud. It's gonna soak up this rain and fucking sprout like a corn. <laughs> a sprout like corn? 
Uh, mushrooms overnight. Oh, okay. Yeah, because mushrooms are going to be... Uh, oh, I just want to say something really fast. You're going to really love Sonic then, too, because at first he's in a shiitake mushroom slash whatever planet. And so, oh, oh, you know what I made this what? week? Uh, taco de lengua. What the fuck is that? If you ever don't... Well, don't listen to this part. Just order it from the taco truck. If it's an authentic, uh, you'll be happy. There'll be a taco truck on on the Fourth of July. Oh, there. really? To- I gotta taco get my, tones. I gotta get myself an ice cloud. Um, no, uh, taco de lengua is cow tongue. So I had two cow tongues in the freezer, and I just threw them in the crock pot overnight. You know, to you got to cook a cow tongue to get the outer layer off, okay? So you don't get the bumpy, <laughs> leathery. But that peels right off, like. You wouldn't believe. And cow tongue is the most tender meat you'll ever eat in your whole fucking life. So after I peeled the outer layer of the tongue off, I sliced them into medallions and then put, like, a Brazilian steak marinade on them and seared them. And then I made some, like, Vidalia onions and maitak uh, mushrooms that I got from a store in Appleton and sautéed them up with some uh, hot sauce and taco seasoning. Holy shit, were those delicious. Because that meat, like, literally dissolves in your mouth after you put it in a slow cooker for, like, six, seven hours and then peel off the outer layer of the tongue and then slice it up. Good God, it's so good. I got a beef heart, too. I got to do some heart Can you imagine if there's, like, some weird weird fucker out there that actually takes a cow tongue and uses it to say you got a blowjob? Like, <laughs> gets tongue fucked by it, you know? I don't then, think that's possible. I guarantee there are. There are some weird fucking people out there. I don't know how you'd get a blowjob without a mouth Well, not, well, not a blowjob. I'm sorry, but like... <laughs> uses yeah. it on his girlfriend? <laughs> Goes down on her and yeah. just uses... Yeah, he gets tired. It's, he shuts the lights off and he's like, God damn it, my jaw. So he grabs, she's like, oh my God, I never do. And then all of a sudden the cow tongue goes all the way in and you're like, wow, I didn't know. <laughs> Fucking 12 inches long. No shit. It, but it's got that sandpaper outer <laughs> layer. You're like, oh, geez. oh, I saw you were at that quiche party at Wayne's place for that 70s swingers <laughs> night, huh? <laughs> but no, that that's delicious. So. Oh, wow. Definitely go get it. And if you see Taco de Corazon, that's a heart. Taco de Corazon. The only thing I haven't eaten. <clears throat> oh, yeah. What's one thing that you haven't eaten that you would like to? Like, tripe. Which that? is the, tripe, which is the cow stomach that they, they'll put it in like menudo. Anything that you can think of, and that's the one thing? Oh, anything, anything yeah. that I haven't eaten and I want to eat. I do want to try that. That's on my list. Like they make a stew like menudo has tripe in it, uh, but they... It's, it looks like a weird texture because if you look at the inside of a cow's stomach, it's got like these weird – like have you ever seen a morel mushroom yep. with all those weird wavy – that's how the inside of a cow's stomach is. So the texture thing people might not be able to get by. But let's see. I've had pho. I've made pho. Um, trying to think of all the cuisines. I, here's one thing I really haven't eaten in my life is like indian cuisine like uh all those curries and uh garam masalas and i mean an easy dish that everybody knows is like chicken tikka masala yeah. but i've never made it never had it definitely that's like the national dish of the uk did is you know really? that there's so many immigrants that came from india to the uk that that's like a staple in their diet over there chicken tikka masala Weird, but it is. Um, so that probably, or like that tandoori chicken where they have those big clay pots and they throw the meat in and then they have that naan bread where they 
reach in and throw it on the side of the clay pot to bake. Yeah. I've never had that either, so I'd like that. <sighs> Between the two, I'm trying to think of other ones, too. Sushi, I've done plenty. I never had a king crab, crab legs. I'd like to try that. What's an animal I'd like to eat? Mountain lion? I want to eat mountain lion. They say that's like a cross between a pig and a deer. Okay. They said it's delicious. Bear is another one. I've had some bear meat, but I want to make like a bear ham. Like a... Maybe next time I get a tag. So those are a couple. But if I had to pick one right now... I'd probably do the Indian cuisine, like a tandoori chicken or a chicken oh, tikka okay. masala. That's not, yeah, I mean. And that, it's not like I couldn't go to fucking Appleton and get it right now if I wanted right. to. Right. Well, does that place in Green Bay, <clears throat> that Indian cuisine place, is, do they have that? That used to be Old Hooters? Oh, I'm sure they do, because those are like staples on any Indian menu. But there's like a Indian market and restaurant in Appleton called Darbar, something like that. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it's. It's, I think it's right on Wisconsin. Um, but if I wanted something more exotic, I'd go with the tripe, either a menudo stew or like a tripe taco. Ah, oh, fuck. Like because that's not readily available. So no. I'd probably go with that if I'm looking for something exotic. Ah. Just to try. What about you? I always thought to myself, I wonder how flounder would taste. I'm kind of interested on flounder. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That and like you said, king crab. I've never actually had. I mean, we've ha- I've had, I've had crab, crab legs, legs, yeah, but, but not usually king like crab, snow crab, or yeah, or uh, what's that other one? But no, I've never had Alaskan king crab. I've never had a whole lobster either, like a Maine lobster. Yep. I want to go out to the East Coast sometime and do that. Never we had. Were, we were talking about doing that one time. Yeah. Taking a vacation out never there. Never had buffalo. I have. It's really good. Because a couple times I went out to South Dakota, had okay. like a bison burger. Yep. And you're just like, holy shit, this tastes, I don't know how to describe it. It It's better than a hamburger, and it's not as lean as a, like, venison, but it's somewhere in between, and it tastes fucking delicious. I guess if I had to pick one thing that I've never had that I, th- that I would want, uh, there's that steakhouse that's in uh, Japan. Oh, Wagyu? That, yes. You can get that here. You can get that here, but I'm talking like there. Oh, the authentic A5 yeah. Wagyu yes. that's going to cost you $500 for a steak? Yeah, what's the name of that steakhouse? Because <clears throat> all the wrestlers always go there. Um. Well, I mean, there's quite a few that but serve it. There's but. Like, yeah, but there's like that one that's like very famously. Well, I know that they, like Tim Sons, they tried making that a Japanese steakhouse. Like they had one in Green Bay. I don't know if it's still up or not, but... Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, all the, like, celebrities, superstars, they all go to this place, too. Um, But, yeah, I just can't. The other thing I'd like to do as far as a restaurant is go to, like, Fuga de de Chao, the the Brazilian restaurant where they just keep bringing you fucking food until you turn your button over from green to red. Okay. Um, But, yeah, it's probably a couple of things I'd want to try. There's a lot of things in this world that we could all try. And anal sex is one of them. All right, we'll get to you next week, everybody. I love you.
Why don't you go canoe into three rivers, you inbred fur traders? 